Come on, can we give Jesus praise in the room? Uh, you could do better than that. I said, let's, let's just give Jesus praise in the room. Come on, if he's been good to you, if he's been kind to you, give Jesus praise in the room. We honor the Lord today and we give him praise for this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We give God the glory and the honor. It is an honor to be here with you all on this Wednesday night. Can you celebrate your lovely pastor, Pastor Chris, and his lovely wife? Amen. Amen. We celebrate Bishop Wallace and Pastor Devin. We celebrate them. Come on, can we give the apostle a hand? Amen. And I praise God for my lovely wife, First Lady Tiffany. She's with me tonight. Amen. Can y'all celebrate my wife tonight? Hallelujah. We honor the Lord. As you're standing, I want you to go real quickly um, to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. While you're going to Luke chapter 5, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for your word that causes us to walk by faith and not by sight. We thank you, yes, Lord, that something is happening in this place tonight. We thank you for the breakthrough. And we thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy and even make it worthwhile. Father, I pray that you will anoint my mouth as a pen of a ready writer to say what you would have for me to say. Give your people ears to hear in the spirit what it is that you have for us we thank you and we bless you in jesus name amen keep standing for the reading of the word luke chapter 5 i want to get into it quickly luke chapter 5 if you have it say amen we're going to start reading at the first verse and it says so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of god that he stood by the lake and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. So one shot washing their nets. Then he got into the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Verse 4, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, lunch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Verse 6. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. And their net was breaking. So they signaled to the other partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. Last verse. And when Simon and Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Do me a favor. Look at your neighbor next to you and say, Neighbor, O neighbor, the net, the boat, the breakthrough. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. As Pastor Chris began to talk about breakthrough, I knew that that was confirmation. That I was already in the right place at the right time for this right word. 
In this text, we see Jesus preaching to this crowd. And while he is preaching to the crowd, he notices two boats. And outside of the boats were fishermen washing their nets. And on one of the fishermen named was Simon. And Jesus is preaching. While he's preaching, the Bible says that the people pressed him. In other words, they crowded around him to hear the word of the Lord. So Jesus understands that he has their attention, but these fishermen also have Jesus' attention. He notices that they are washing their nets, which signifies that they are done working for the day. So I would suggest to you in the moment that Jesus sees a perfect opportunity for the very word that he is preaching to come alive in that very moment. Verse 2 says, and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Quickly for your hearing here, let's talk about the importance of the net. Someone shout the importance of the net. Jesus sees them washing their nets. So the question is, why wash something that stays in water? And if it's dirty, uh, the answer to that is, if it's dirty, it can contaminate what it catches. So while they're washing their nets, why would these fishermen be washing these nets? For any good net is going to pick up debris. If you do not wash the net, it will, uh, this is what will happen. Number one, you will have fumes of decay. Let me break that down for you. The net will stink up the boat. And net catches dead fish. It catches mud and seaweed and from um, everything from the bottom of the sea. So this debris is poured into the boat when the net is retrieved and will, will rot and stink up the net if it's not clean. So if the fish, hallelujah, were not cleared from the nets, rats would feed on these dead debris and chew on the nets, making big holes in the net see we have to be very careful holy ghost help me that we don't allow things in our life to stink uh, that will be make us unattractive to our purpose uh, if not careful your net could be the very thing that's causing you to miss moments of increase when it's designed to catch what's needed to aid you uh, uh, sometimes you have to church uh, deal with the heartbreak of your past and you have to uh, deal with the uh, uh, the heartbreak of everything that happened in your life because if you don't deal with it what you attempt to catch will soon fall through the holes uh, that your past has created uh, uh, look at your neighbor and say you have to wash your net you have you have to wash your net number two you will if they if, if they don't wash their nets you will have the flimsiness of the cord follow me here because I'm going somewhere if the net is not washed then the cord of the net will eventually rot and weaken the net making it unreliable ineffective and also useless see when you feel unreliable ineffective and useless you must revisit patterns so one shot revisit your patterns because that which once was reliable, effective, and useful was abandoned by inconvenience. 
Mm. And after I wash it in your neck a couple of times, you notice that you were able to still catch. Uh, but you notice you were still anointed, you were still gifted, and you were also still talented, and you were st also still needed. But because you were too busy going through the motions, uh, internally you are now weak. And you have become unreliable, my God, ineffective, and for many people, you have become useless. This is why the enemy don't want you to have a washed net. You say, well, what is a washed net? Your net is your life. I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here. Because if you don't keep a clean life, you will contaminate your purpose and you will allow continued delay to keep happening in your life but look at your neighbor and say neighbor I am determined to keep my life clean for Romans 12 my God I feel like preaching here Romans 12 and 1 says I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice Paul said that I have to die daily I don't know about you but this walk that we live in requires you to die and the devil cannot kill a dead man I had somebody to talk back to me in here because if you was already dead to yourself whatever the enemy tries to do it won't work because the enemy cannot kill a dead man look at your neighbor and say neighbor if you stay dead then the enemy cannot destroy you oh, I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here so, so, so we see the flimsiness of the cord and, and now real quickly because my time is leaving me we also now see the frustration of fishermen check this out here if the net is not clean it will make the work of the fishermen more difficult why? because the net is meant to be almost invisible and easily slide through waters of the sea follow me here so debris will hinder the ease of the movement of the net I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here because my question to you is what's hindering you from flowing in your purpose uh, sometimes we allow others to stay attached to us in fear of losing what we think we need but if they are slowing you down then they are the root of your frustration look at somebody say neighbor I don't have time for people to slow me down in this season because what I'm believing God for is going to be big and I cannot allow slow people to continue to keep my promise delayed look at somebody say I need God to do a quick work so now you cannot allow others to hinder the flow of glory in your life uh, I wish I had somebody to talk back to me here my last point here as we're talking here the fish will become frightened if the net is not washed let me talk to you for a second because the net will frighten the fish if it's not clean we're talking about a life here hallelujah fish can see a dirty net from a long way off 
Hallelujah. Because of its low location, the Sea of Galilee during that time did not have a lot of movement or tidal flow to stir up the water. Mm -hmm. Therefore, there was no large amount of silt or in the sea. So this was the problem for the net fishermen because the water was usually very clear during that time, which would make it easier for fish to see the nets and the boats. This is why most of the fishing was done at night in that region. I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here because the truth of the matter is uh, people can tell when folk ain't right. Uh, not because they are being judgmental but because they see patterns. See, I can forgive you of the past. I can forgive you for what you've done to me. But what I cannot rock with uh, is repeated patterns. Uh, I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to make sure that my net stays clean. Uh, I'm not judging you. I'm just calling out your net. Uh, because I cannot afford uh, in this season in my life uh, to stay connected to people uh, that's not ready for a catch. Uh, I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you want to catch, you got to have clean nets. Oh, God. Let's go back to the Bible. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible declares in verse 3, then he got into the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Now, we're talking about the boat now. Jesus steps into Simon's boat. So one shout, boat and he teaches the people from inside the boat and as soon as Jesus steps into Simon's boat follow me here he steps into Simon's space uh-huh. Simon was a fisherman. That was his calling. That was his trade. And when Jesus, hallelujah, begins to step into his boat, he stops him and he says, wait a minute here. I need for you to push me out a little bit in the land so I can talk now. Now, let me talk to you for a second because... Peter, hallelujah, Jesus, who is the word of God, now steps into Peter's space. Let me talk to you. And he tells them, I want you to put me in this boat, and I want you to push me out a little further. See, what happens is, when the word gives you instructions, you cannot question the word, because the word knows what's best for you. Okay, let me say it like this. The Bible Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God so while Jesus was talking the word made flesh now gives Simon instructions my question to you tonight is what did God tell you to do uh, I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here because many of us are asking God for a new word but most of us ain't obeyed God from 2020 let me talk to you because God ain't going to give you a new word if you ain't obey what he told you to do a long time ago. And oftentimes we miss moments of prosperity because we're walking in half obedience. How many know that half obedience is still disobedience? I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here. So what Simon did was the word spoke to him. And when the word spoke to him, it changed Simon's position, but it confused his posture. 
because the posture he had was already washing nets. So you mean to tell me you want me to stop washing my nets to go back into the boat, but this time put you in the boat. So now, okay, I hear you. So I'm thinking that I'm done. But the Bible says as soon as the word stopped talking to the crowd, then the word gave Simon a word. And the word told him, throw out your nets for a catch. I can see Simon standing right here say, wait a minute, God. Now we have been toiling all night and we caught nothing. I've already washed my nets. I've done what I was supposed to do. And because this is my profession, I understand that I can catch fish in the day because they can see my nets. The water is too clear. So why would I throw my nets out in daytime? Because I've already caught nothing at nighttime. But the Bible says that when he gave Jesus an explanation, because he realized who he was talking to, he said, nevertheless, whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. See, you have to stop making excuses for what you see hadn't been working. I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here because sometimes you will talk your own self out of a breakthrough because how you've been doing it had not been working but I serve a God that will give you instruction that will defile physics my God because God is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent if he said it he will do it so he begins to tell him wait a minute I want you to throw your net out and get ready for a catch oh my God and the Bible says that when Simon threw out his net can you imagine the frustration of how he is right now how is this man going to tell me how to throw out a net. I'm the one that know how to fish. You're a carpenter. I'm a fisherman. Let me do what I do. Have you ever felt like that sometime? God, I know you real good, but this is what I do for a living. See, see, God don't care nothing about your profession. He cares everything about your obedience. Because your obedience has to always outweigh what you know to be true because facts can be altered, but the truth will always stand alone. This is why you have to be careful who you are connected to that will cause you to second guess what God told you to do. God give you confirmation and here comes somebody else. Well, if I were you, I would do it this way. If I were you, I would try it this way. Uh -uh. See, I'm glad I'm, you're not me because God didn't tell you to do it. He told me to do it. And you know what the Lord told me, Pastor Chris? He said, breakthrough is coming to those who are hungry. I need some people that's hungry in here. If you're hungry, you don't care what it looks like you just want to obey God and you want to see results the Lord told me to tell you in here get ready I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here the Lord just dropped this on me he said tell redemption to the nation church Cleveland that your delay is coming to an end I feel the Holy Ghost here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, your delay is coming to an end because God is about to give you
the breakthrough you've been waiting on. He's about to give you the breakthrough you've been praying for. He's about to give you the breakthrough that you have been crying for. Look at somebody say, your delay is coming to an end. So, 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 so. He stopped speaking. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost here. He stopped speaking to the crowd and he begins to tell Simon, launch out. Someone shouts, launch out. He didn't say launch out to shallow water. He said launch out to the deep. We have to be okay. We have to be okay with God telling us to step into territory that's unknown. You have to be okay with stepping out into deep water knowing you can't swim. Because the truth of the matter is, if you just step into the water, hallelujah, if you're big like me, you ain't got to swim. You can just float. Somebody to talk back to me in here. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God ain't going to let the storm kill you. Because he's in control of the storm. And if we really be honest, if I got about 35 praises in here, what had potential to kill you didn't have permission. That's why you're still here. That's why you can still give God the glory. Because what had potential only catapulted you to the next place. This is why we get so uncomfortable when there is turbulence. I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here. We get uncomfortable when there's turbulence because turbulence has a tendency of making you feel sick. It has a tendency to make you feel uncomfortable. Faith is uncomfortable. I wish I had somebody to talk back to me in here. Because faith cannot be seen. It can only be heard. My God. Let me give you a Bible. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of the Lord. This is why you cannot allow what you see to hinder what you believe. This is why you got to endure hardship as a good soldier. When you look up the word endurance, it means to endure uh, it means to endure, hallelujah, difficult things and processes uh, without giving way. <laughs> See, this is why the enemy is after you because he wants you to give up your endurance uh, for the temporary inconvenience. Uh, but what you're going through is a temporary inconvenience uh, for permanent improvement. Uh, Y'all making me preach real hard. Uh, in other words, uh, what you're going through is nothing but a setup for what God got Look at somebody say, God just set you up, baby. Hallelujah. I know you're going through warfare, but the harder the warfare, the bigger the blessing. The harder the trouble, the bigger the purpose. The harder the warfare. Look at somebody say, it's about to be big. Hey. Can we have some church while we're in Cleveland, Tennessee? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's about to be big. That's why you got to be careful who you connected to. Because the Bible says that when he told them to launch out into the deep, that Simon obeyed God's instructions. And when he threw the net out into the water, the Bible says that the fish begin to run into the nets. See, this is why your net got to be clean. Y'all don't act like y'all know what I'm talking about. This is why your life got to be clean. Because blessings are looking for clean people. 
Y'all ain't trying to come back to me here. But blessings are looking for people that's been washed under the blood of the Lamb. Blessings are looking for people who have been consistent in their prayer life, who have been consistent in faith, who have been consistent in praying, who have been consistent in giving God praise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you be consistent, then God is going to reward your consistency. And the Bible says that when he threw the net out, that the fish ran into the net so much that it made the net begin to break. And the Bible says that the net got so heavy that he had to call other people to help him pull the breakthrough. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I want you to nudge your neighbor and say, neighbor, this breakthrough that God has given me it's going to be so big that it's going to bless me and you. That's why you got to sit next to the right person. That's why you got to sit next to a praiser. Because when I'm connected to a praiser, me and that praiser are going to get delivered. Me and that worshiper are going to get the blessing. Me and that praiser are going to get delivered. Do me a favor and grab somebody by the arm. And I want you to nudge on that neighbor and say, neighbor, do you feel the net? Say, neighbor, I know the net is heavy because what I've gone through in my life, the devil tried to kill me. The devil tried to destroy me. But God got a net breaking season with my name on it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's a breakthrough with your name on it. And it's called the nets. It's called purpose. Eyes haven't seen. Ears haven't heard what the Lord got in store for you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, get ready for a catch. I cried my last year yesterday. I'm not crying over what I lost, but I'm crying over what I'm going to get. Now, lift up your head, all ye gates, and be lifted up the everlasting doors and the king the king of glory shall come in well who is this king of glory the lord strong and mighty look at your neighbor and say neighbor i'm getting ready for the greatest breakthrough i've ever seen in my life, shouty yes. Can I preach it like I'm at my church? I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. But somebody go up 
talk to somebody else that you ain't talked to and say, neighbor, congratulations on surviving the worst season of your life. Weeping may endure for a night, but come in the morning, wake up. It's morning time. Nighttime is over. The breakthrough is in the room. The breakthrough is in the room. And when breakthrough comes in the room, that's indication that the breaker is in the room. Do me a favor. Go up to somebody and get next to that neighbor. Okay, I gotta, I gotta do what I see in the Holy Ghost. I want you to grab somebody real quickly. And I want you to kind of posture yourself like this. And when y'all posture yourself, I want y'all to do me a favor and just start pulling like this. But y'all gotta pull together. Not against each other, but pull together this way. Okay, so if you gotta lock arms, then I want you to go forward and pull this way. Y'all see what I'm talking about? There you go. Okay, come here, Pastor Chris. Come on. Show them what I'm talking about. Show them what I'm talking about. Now pull frontwards. Y'all see what I'm saying? Pull. 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 What are you doing? You are positioning yourself for the overflow and when you get the overflow your neighbor your family your children are gonna get the overflow pull until you feel the release pull until you get the breakthrough pull until you get healed Pull until the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. Pull until grief get off of you. Pull until depression leaves. Pull until the devil get off of you. Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The devil is a liar. The breakthrough is yours. The breakthrough is yours. The nets, the boat, the breakthrough. We're not going down like this, but we're going to the other side. Shout it! Now let the redeemer of the Lord say so. If this is your net breaking season, say so. If this is your net breaking season, say so. I will never be broke another day in my life. My children about to be saved. My house about to have the Holy Ghost. Everything that's connected to me is about to get a breakthrough. 
people and say breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. 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 Come on, shut down. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. It's yours for the asking. It's yours for the asking. It's yours for the asking. Y'all hear what I just said? God said the breakthrough is yours. Y'all hear what I just said? He said the breakthrough is yours. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Now I'm going to get off the stage. My God, can I just tell y'all what I just saw in the Holy Ghost? I just literally saw the hand of God do a lift like this. And he said, everybody that lift their hands, I'm lifting up everything off of you that the devil done tried. There's a lifting. I said, there's a lifting happening. There's a lifting happening. He's lifting that stress, lifting that anxiety, lifting that worry, lifting that depression. I said, hold on. So I, I got one question to ask you. And I need radical people here. I know how y'all do, so I know y'all radical. I need crazy praises right here. Because this word that I'm about to give you is for people that's ready for a net-breaking season. This net-breaking season ain't going to be just something that's temporary. I hear the Lord say it's going to be going on and on. Y'all ain't hearing me. And on and on and on and on. The Lord said, if you praise him right here, woo, glory to God. Watch what happens before December 31st. Come on. Some of y'all come here and say, God, if I don't have an answer today, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, here is your answer. It's in the room. It's in the room. It's in the room. It's in the room. Somebody run for it. Somebody jump for it. Somebody dance for it. Somebody spin for it. Let everything, let everything let everything some of y'all gonna run right into it some of y'all gonna run right into it you gonna run right into it I see a contract being signed I see a house being released I see a house being released see mental illness being broken. Rebecca, Lucia, I see it happening.
I don't know who this was for, but I just heard the Holy Ghost say that someone in here has a child that has been mute for a while. The Lord said, getting ready, your child getting ready to speak. I wish I had somebody to praise God, whoever that is. I don't know whoever it is. Hallelujah, it seems like your child has, they have autism and it's like it's been, it's been a tug of war. But the Lord says, I'm getting ready to open up their mouth. Because they got purpose in their life. I wish I had somebody, somebody shout with that mother. Shout with that daddy right now. I see the mouth coming open. Come on, shout. I see the mouth coming open. I'm done. I'll tell you what I just heard in the Holy Ghost. I saw the mouth being open. The devil is a liar. I, said the, I see the mouth coming right open. And they're having conversation. And you're like, oh my God, it's happening. Because you know the Lord told you. You know what the Lord said. You know what you heard in the Holy Ghost. And the Lord said, you're getting ready to see it. You're getting ready to hear it. Here it is. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Y'all ready for this? It comes by hearing. Okay. For about 50 y'all that a shout. Y'all getting ready to see what you've been hearing. I thought I was going to get a bigger shout and I said you're getting ready to see what you've been hearing. I heard that God was going to make me wealthy, so I'm getting ready to see it. I heard that my whole house was getting ready to be delivered. I'm going to see it. Because the breakthrough belongs to those who are obedient. You haven't been perfect, but you've been faithful. Your obedience is getting ready to reward you openly. For every hand lifted right now. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Your obedience is getting ready to reward you. What you've suffered with in private, God is going to bless you publicly. The devil is a liar and God is exalted. And you're getting ready to see things come together. Ooh, there's a revival in this room. You're about to see things come together. He told the woman in the Bible, he said, just like that unjust judge did for this woman, will not my father reward those and avenge those speedily who seek me day and night? God is getting ready to reward some people in here speedily. Hallelujah. Speedily. Someone shout speedily. There's a suddenly that's just dropped in this room. If you know that there's a suddenly that's about to hit your life and on the way to your house, I dare you to scream suddenly. Okay, thank you, Lord. The Lord just said right now in this atmosphere, everybody call your address out in the atmosphere. Call your address out.
The Lord says it's on the way. He said it's on the way. Call your address out in the atmosphere. And whatever you need is on the way. Help is on the way. Favor is on the way. Deliverance is on the way. Breakthrough. You're coming to my house. It's on the way. I'm done preaching. It's on the way. It's on the way. Come on, somebody say, it's on the way. It's on the way. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard what God has in store for you. You've been crying for it. You've been praying for it. You've been fasting for it. But God said it's on the way. Listen, the altar is open. I'm done.